0: Hello everyone, Nicole here, the host of Closet Cafe. It is so good to be back with another episode where I will be talking about my experience in choir and the impact music has made on my life, as well as the infamous story of that time that I sang for the Queen. What? So if any of that interests you, please keep listening. Thank you. Before we begin this exciting episode, episode 8, I want to invite you to grab a hot or cold beverage, tea, coffee, hot chocolate, water, green smoothie, haha, <laughs> and sit down and just enjoy. I am currently drinking second day old coffee and <laughs> I guess To explain, I have been being frugal lately, and I've been making a pot of hot coffee and drinking that, and then I usually don't finish the pot, so I put the remaining in another cup, refrigerate that, and the next day I have cold coffee, which is my take on a cold brew. So I don't know if that's being creative or I'm disgusting, but that's what I've been doing lately. So because this is episode 8, I wanted to give me, myself, and I a little shout out because 8 is actually my favorite number. And after doing some thorough Google research, because Google answers all of my deep questions, 8 actually symbolizes creation and new beginnings, which is quite interesting. And you might be wondering, why is eight your favorite number? And I have no heartwarming or powerful reason why it is. I just remember being nine years old, turning nine years old, and reflecting on the eighth year of my life and thinking, dang, that was a pretty good year. And I was kind of just the milestone of when eight became my favorite number. So, in the remarkable words of Matthew McConaughey, all right, all right, all right, it's story time. So, to preface anything, before we even go on, I need to make a PSA, a public service announcement. I am not a good singer. Like, sure, I have experience in choir, but I am in no way... I'm not going to a recording studio. I'm not making a mixtape. No, that's not happening. I'm not a soloist. I am in choir because other people can sing. I love to sing. I love to sing a lot. But I let other people who are good at singing have the center stage. I just had to make that disclaimer here and there, here and right now. So I began music classes when I was probably four or five years old. And that was basically some little training. So I learned the basic ta-ta, tikka-tikka-ta. Learned the do-re-mi, basso-la-ti-do, with the hand signs, of course. And some basic songs. And I just continued to be in choir through elementary school. And it was when I was going into junior high school. I was 12 years old, and I was a very insecure, very shy, very introverted, young teen, tween. And I think out of wanting me to be with other people, get to know some kids my age, step me out of my comfort zone, perhaps bring some joy into my life, my mom actually signed me up for a community choir And I had no desire to want to be in this choir. And it actually turned out to be one of the best decisions she ever made for me. And it took a while for me to actually enjoy it as I was the newbie in choir. So there were kids who had been part of this choir for as long as I'd been alive. That is not true because there's only teenagers. Wow. I was exaggerated, but basically these kids knew each other really well, so I was stepping into new territory and it took me a little while to get to know people being super shy and all that. So I did enjoy singing and in this choir we got to sing so many, so so many different repertoires classical music, contemporary, and it was amazing. And we got to be part of amazing opportunities here in the city. We got to sing with the Philharmonic Orchestra and with other choirs and go travel around to different festivals. And we would go on a tour every single summer. I should also mention that I was part of this choir for almost seven years. So a long time. And my first year of choir was actually happened to land on the year that they were traveling to Germany. So I was 12 years old and got to travel to Europe without my family, without my parents for the first time. And of course I had, there was adults there, chaperones. But it was one of the coolest experiences I had ever been on. And I almost wish that I had the appreciation for history and world war as I do now because it is so intriguing to me. But unfortunately, wow, sorry, Siri went off. Unfortunately, I was only 12. I didn't understand. But I definitely hope that one day i can go on a trip back to germany and relive everything that i got to experience and go to the museums and tours and i mean the food was interesting i had never had sauerkraut or schnitzel before so that was that was a new experience for me my palate definitely wasn't prepared for that don't like sauerkraut but uh anyways i got to travel quite a bit at from a very young age and my second year so this was 10 years ago in 2010 that we were invited to sing at rito hall in ottawa and that happened to be the same time that queen elizabeth And Prince Philip were touring Canada. So that was a big deal. And I was not physically or mentally, emotionally, maybe even spiritually ready for what I was about to endure. I mean, what 14 year old gets to be part of this kind of opportunity? Not your average Joe, that's for sure. So I can only speak about my experience from my limited memory about it. It was such a blur. But one of the coolest things that has ever happened to me. And I can make it part of my two truths and one lie and totally throw a curveball and make people think I'm really privileged or something. I don't know. But... I just remember being in Riedel Hall, which is a beautiful building. It's where the governor general of Canada lives, essentially. And that's maybe one of the only times I'll ever get to be physically there. And I remember standing there, and it was minutes before, and there was this anticipation. There was these workers, these servants, these maids. I don't even know what to call them. Butlers? They were all lined up. So... Dainty, daintily? I don't even know if that's a word. But they were so royal. And the, the two big doors open simultaneously. And we're singing Sound the Trumpet, which was a birthday dedication song to Queen Victoria. So that was obviously very special to the Queen. And I remember her walking out, and I felt so unworthy to even look at her. She was this adorable little five-foot grand muffin of cute, and she was wearing this matching purple ensemble. And, oh my gosh, she was just so cute. And she was walking, and Prince Philip was there, and he kind of, you know, acknowledged us and kind of kept walking vaguely remember, but I feel like she paid more attention to us, and she actually stopped for a little bit and listened to us sing and then had to continue walking to the taxi because they went to the airport. And after that happened, it was this moment of, did that actually just happen? It happened so fast, and it was all this preparation and all this imagination before the moment, and then it happened, and then it was over. But it was really cool. And there were some napkins nearby that had Rito Hall, and we all took one as a little souvenir. I have it somewhere in my house. I have no idea. Maybe I used it when I had fried chicken or something and didn't even realize it. But it's somewhere in my house as a tribute to that moment of my life. And yeah, one of the coolest experiences as of yet, for sure. So although my time in choir started out pretty salty and I was stubborn, it ended pretty friggin' fantastic because I met some of the best, most amazing people I have ever met. And lifelong friends for sure. And I was hoping to have a couple give some... Funny memories and stories, but unfortunately, that will have to wait for another episode. But I do have a little message from a dear friend. Yes, I'm talking to you, Adela. And this isn't going to be top notch quality, but she was lovely and sent a little message about her favorite memory of choir. So I Without further ado, Miss Adela. My experience um, and memory, I'd have to say it was our tour to England. Um, I think we really grew closer as friends, not just as a choir, but definitely as friends. Um, Real, real neat experiences. Uh, Man, but really, who doesn't laugh? Everything about choir. Um, I really... Just really looked forward to going every Wednesday and hang out with everyone. Um, yeah, uh, real good times. All right, bye. Don't you just want to eat her up because she's so cute? Okay, seriously though, I am so thankful for all the the memories and the friendships and the rewards that. I gained, and the confidence mostly, because I wasn't always this confident and this charming. And it's taken a long time, but I'm so utterly grateful for it all. And I'm sure that this will not be the last time to hear about my choir experience, because there's just so much more to unpack. But I hope this answered one of the top questions I've been asked of how you really sing for the Queen? Did that really happen, Nicole? And yes, it did. So I hope that confirmed that and y'all can stop adding me about that. I'm just kidding. No one has. But uh, yeah, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and learned a little bit about a fun thing that I did one time 10 years ago. And look out for more episodes where I'll be talking about Fun times. Fun, fun times. So, with that being said, I hope y'all have an amazing rest of your day or week or year. And remember, 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 because I have not said it in a while, to stay grounded, give warmth, and give a latte love. Because in Closet Cafe, we are punny, and we are punny. And funny. And we want that money. I'm just kidding. I wish. Please sponsor me. Bye. Love you guys. Bye.